What's up, buds? And welcome <laughs> to a new episode, a new edition, a new installment so of the many Earbuds. Things. So many things of the Earbuds chit chat. This is uh, the show where we talk. We pick one topic that kind of has something to do with music a little bit, and we kind of just give our really off the cuff opinions about it. Um, sometimes we're smoking, sometimes we're drinking while we do this, uh, and we want to know what you guys want us to talk about. Uh, so leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys should think a chit chat topic should be moving forward. We have a ton of these uh, getting ready to come out, but. I am Lucas. Shut up. You are Ash. We are the hosts of the Earbuds podcast. And you were saying some bullshit about something? Um, I was. I'm interested to see what is on people's minds these days when it comes to music. So yeah. even though we have a couple prompts ready, that y'all are, if y'all send it in, it's probably going to be first priority. It could be anything. Like, what are your top five this or... Uh, how do you feel about people playing loud music in public parks or, <laughs> you know, like it could be any topic about music. We are full of hot takes and I have a fucking spicy ass take to talk about today. My do you, friend, because would you say it's spicy? Would you say it's, it's out of the norm? It's, um, you know, it seems to be working in a lot of cases that we're going to be talking about, but I saw Thor love and thunder recently and to be honest i wasn't that excited to watch it um the trailers didn't really look that enticing or that fun i think it was i could tell that they were gonna try really hard in this movie because thor ragnarok was like such a different thor movie right you saw that one right i saw a little bit of that one so it was super humorous and tongue-in-cheek and very goofy which is like thor has never been that before and it was by the director of uh, fucking, you what know. We, yeah, what we do in the shadows. He did. Uh, what was the the Nazi movie that was great? Jojo Rabbit, I think. Um, man, so good. I love pretty much everything Taika Waititi has done. He did. Uh, I think did we did I already say what we do in the shadows? Am I that high already? Yes, he said what we do in okay, the shadows. Okay, so he's great, man. But I definitely so, think he's getting to a point where he's a little bit um, too sure of himself. And with Love and Thunder specifically, they just ramped up the silliness and the refusing to be serious about anything, uh, which is a lot of movies recently also that have been coming out, that it's like every moment that should be fucking scary or people should be freaking out. It's like people are making jokes and it doesn't make any sense. And one of the things that I feel like has been happening a ton, especially in the last, like, I'll say five years in movie soundtracks specifically uh, has been using nostalgia as a selling point or as a way to get someone to like watch this movie because it has this song in the trailer that you love or whatever. And it's yep. really starting to get old for me. And Thor Love and Thunder just completely pushed it over the edge, like fucking stabbed it in the that trope in the ass like a thousand times. And I just, by the end of it, I was upset. Like I was so mad at this movie. Well, the if you haven't been able to tell, the question this week is why do movie soundtracks rely so much on nostalgia? And we're basing this mostly on Lucas's recent uh, Thor Love and Thunder watch that he was a little bit forced to watch at a at a drive-in. I mean, yeah, I was a little, you know, I went on my own volition 
to go see this movie. I wasn't, you know, no one, no one fucking. But then you got there, there and they they told you to stay or they're gonna shoot you in the leg. Right, that's how drive-ins work, and um, yeah. yeah, man, and it and it really like Thor: Love and Thunder. I feel like was the culmination of this issue that I've had for the last five years at least, where especially in movie trailers, like every movie trailer for the last five years has been a pop song from the '80s or '90s that has been slowed down, played soft, and covered by some fucking new artist that I'm supposed to give a shit about, yep. and it's just this mega, mega dramatic, you know, melancholic melodrama version of like a pop song or something and even with the batman which i loved the batman but they took that nirvana song and used it a lot in the song and i thought in the movie and i thought they did that really really well actually uh but thor love and thunder i mean the soundtrack on this fucking movie dude like well i feel like this is becoming like boomer like you remember growing up whenever every commercial and every movie had like motown music and like disco we grew up in very different times. That's so. true, but me growing up in the '90s and the early 2000s, so many commercials had disco and Motown in this in the commercials. A lot of movie soundtracks had a lot of like '80s, '70s, '60s songs, and I kept thinking, like, who is this for? Like, why in in this like you know internet provider commercial are you playing a fucking Temptations song? I'm just like, who are you trying to attract? And I started but, realizing that I started working in advertising, and I started realizing that the creative directors are 20 years older than me. Yeah, right. And that's exactly what's happening right now with movies, where it's like 50 year olds are starting to make movies, starting well, to be like the the popular filmmakers that make these big blockbusters you know so it's like now they're just picking all their music from their childhood that they love and that they thought was super fucking cool and it's like not vibing i'm not vibing with it at all i well i'm i would say marvel is a pretty big reason why i think this is all happening lately not starting with guardians of the galaxy but that was definitely dude that was probably the start of the marvel Kind of like we're yeah. already pandering to the old heads who oh my know these superheroes. Oh my god! You remember Suicide Squad, the oh first one? Boy, yeah. The that first was... like three minutes was like twelve different songs. <laughs> yep, it was all, all like well, classic all, rock and shit. Oh, it, it was all original songs, but right. by modern artists. Seven Nation Army, uh, an Eminem uh, song. It was Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. I think House of the Rising Sun. Like, literally in the first five minutes, there was at least five or six different songs. That was when it got crazy. <laughs> that when it was like, people were laughing in theaters when I saw that. At like, how, dude, really another intro, another fucking song, you know, and, and trying so hard to be cool. You, I have not seen this movie, but I, I'm looking at the track list and... I can't believe what I'm looking at. Um, I, dude, it, right? It's actually insane. Like, even if you're thinking about it in, like, a meta, ironic sense of humor. Which I know that's what they were trying to do. Even yeah. that is kind of fucking old. Like, yes, Third Eye thank City you. for the first song, please. Dude. Like, Only Time by Enya. The yeah. Like, and all of this stuff is used so tongue-in-cheek, too. Like... So tongue in cheek. The there is so much Guns N' Roses throughout the there movie. Is. There is Welcome a, to the Jungle, like Paradise City, November Rain. Four songs. Yeah, and then they have like Rainbow in the Dark. Dude. Uh Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. We Belong by Pat Benatar. God of Thunder by Kiss. Like Christ. It's, it's, it's like it, 
it got painful after a while that I was like, dude, this is Taika Waititi being like, these songs were cool as shit when I was 17. 17 year olds are going to be watching this movie. This is what they want to fucking hear in this movie. And it's like, no, like that's some boomer ass fucking music, man. I don't want to listen to this shit anymore. I, this is, I mean, it's such a stereotypical soundtrack. I feel like I've seen this exact soundtrack like 20 times over in movies before this. And I, right. like, again, like, who are, who are these movies for? Are they for the people growing up in this era? But that's I what I mean. Think, like, Marvel has such a wide audience. I don't know why they're pandering to this one specific faction of Dude, it. Dude, Marvel's main fucking stands are people my age like mid 30s that's marvel stands like dudes who grew up reading the comics that they're making into movies now like those stories right thing yeah like it is people my age and i am not a fucking marvel dude at all like this is the the easiest that i wanted to complain about this soundtrack <laughs> is why we basically are fucking talking about this right now but it's i am not complaining about the i don't give a fuck if it was a shitty movie or a great movie or whatever it's just it there's no way the movie's gonna be good with this fucking music in my opinion and i am their demographic me and people younger than me is the demographic there's no one in their 50s watching every marvel movie that comes out and there are but you know few and far between uh and let's think of a fucking movie that did this well uh baby driver baby driver fucking fantastic right fucking yeah. copyright soundtrack it's yes it was kind of old music it was like 80s and 70s kind of like punk stuff yeah um it's stuff that the demographic wouldn't know but those songs themselves worked so well in the movie and a lot of them i think a big part of why baby driver works so well too is a lot of them are deep cuts by those bands right it's yeah. not like the most popular song by guns and roses it's like no it's, like it's the, the one that no one's heard Literally choosing you know? the four most like played on the radio songs by Guns N' Roses. But across across the the board too with every band, Immigrant Song is the best known Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, it, like Rainbow in the Dark by Dio. Probably uh, one of his biggest hits. Family Affair, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, like it, it, fucking Goodies by Sierra. It's like come on, dude. I'm, I'm telling so you, man. sick of it. I'm telling you, it got it got. It got so, so painful for me after a little bit. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, another soundtrack that had a really good copyright, all copyrighted music. I don't know if Scott Pilgrim counts. That, yeah, that counts. Because I love that soundtrack. And it, it they was had, good stuff. Yeah, and they had covers of, like, they had that Sade cover on there. And they had a few, like, alternate versions of songs on there and i thought they did really really well man oh you got me thinking now like what's another good copyrighted <laughs> soundtrack um fucking ncaa 2006 oh if we're going game. all right i mean this is going to be a whole nother topic of video game soundtracks and the impact that they had on us because like we can talk about tony hawk pro skater all fucking day man. i mean but the thing is i think the main conceit here is that nostalgia I'm so sick of nostalgia music, but if so you're going to use it. it, use shit that is good for the movie and you're not just trying to get like a nostalgia hit or you're trying to be ironic because like it was funny the first couple times 
it is so fucking old now. Yeah, the whole, the irony and like the tongue in cheek of it is, uh, man, it's just so, like you said, it's tired. It's like, like formulaic. You can see it coming. You heard those first two songs. You were like, could tell when every single song was going to happen after that. I'm sure. Yeah, and what's crazy too is that the whole movie relies on nostalgia for so many of its jokes and so many of its references. Like Taika, yeah. Taika clearly grew up in the '80s, and like I get it. Like, I get it. Like, he literally had a moment where Thor was, like, in battle, and these two alien ships are flying towards him, like, from each side. And all of a sudden, like, they look like they're about to smash right into him, right? And then the next the next cut is, like, a, a really close-up shot of Thor, and he kind of looks like he's shaking a little bit. And then it's, it slowly pans out, and it's him doing the splits, stopping both ships. <laughs> And it's just like, okay. That seems kind of funny. Funny image, right? But that is a reference to a Jean-Claude Van Damme commercial that he did, like, maybe five, ten years ago or something, where he's riding in between two 18-wheelers and he's doing a split in between two while they're driving. Jesus. It's a pretty sick commercial. But that's, like, the something that Jean-Claude was known for in, like, the 80s and 90s, that he was the, the, comf- the karate guy that could do splits. There were so many moments in... Uh, the movie, like the shirt that Thor's wearing, it looks like the shirt that um, the main character in Big Trouble in Little China wore, which was like a really popular 80s John Carpenter movie, sure. right? And it's, yeah. Like, it is that throughout the entire fucking movie. And I'm just like, dude, this is so old at this point. And it's not just like the 80s are fucking done, dude. Like, after Stranger Things and I mean, all the other Stranger 80s. Like, that's about as, like, much as we're gonna go which there's another, not gonna be any more 80s shit after stranger things is done it's like that's gotta cap it off right like i've ah, already dude. seen 90s nostalgia shows coming yes. out and even 2000s yet yeah. we're still not at the 80s somehow dude i'm seeing a fucking covid nostalgia show that's about to come out bro fuck off what it's called like stints or or it's it's a it's some fucking channel i've never heard freeform or one of those fucking bullshit uh, channels that are trying so hard. It is a, a sitcom about a cr- criminal family, like a, a family of like swindlers that uh, their kid that's in prison, he's not a kid, he's like in his 40s, but like the woman's son that's in prison gets released from prison because of COVID-19, which I guess happened, which I don't think happened. They didn't just let prisoners out of prison. I don't think that would seem kind of odd. So the whole thing is that he gets out and they're just like, hey, you guys are free to go. And he's like, what? Why? And he's like, because of COVID-19. And the guy's like, what's COVID-19? And then he goes to the next thing. And it's just like, my son got let out of prison. And now he needs, he's going to be on my team. And we're going to, like, there's this, but there's, the, they have, like, fuck? piles of toilet paper in their house that they're, like, selling to people. Like, Bro, literally, fuck, like, like who people are already, is, nos- like- I know, people are already nostalgic about the fucking beginning of COVID. I, you know, it's like, nostalgia is just, it's just so insane to me. If you, if you are ever looking upon the last two or three years 2020 on in a fucking nostalgic light with red tinted lenses you did not imagine the same one right. i did imagine was, the the writer and the producer that thought like people need we need to laugh at this finally like people are just so ready to move on let's just start laughing at this and it's like yeah i wonder if they address the million plus people that died <laughs> like it, throughout like, this sitcom I, about covid you know it's like it, it's it was such a shitty event universally it was like we, like even laughing at it is like i mean eventually we should 
like, be able to do that, but I don't want any fucking... Like, no one laughs at Pearl Harbor. No one laughs at no one laughs at the AIDS epidemic from the eighties. There hasn't been a co- an AIDS comedy, as far as I know. Just, maybe maybe Rent. I don't know. Hi, editing Ash here. Did you just say fucking Rent? How the fuck did I miss that? I love my favorite AIDS comedy, Rent. <laughs> it's too soon, if nothing else. Yeah, it's. I think it's in poor taste for sure. I'm really surprised that it even got made. But it's like again, it's like people. That's how people are. Just like no one wants to live in the now. And I don't. I'm not saying that all these movies and all this nostalgia is like. It's it's become a trope. It's became it's getting old. But it's yeah. not inherently bad. Like I, there's a lot of things that I enjoy based purely off of nostalgia. Things from when I was a kid that I still love. But when I was around 25 years old, I realized I need to stop wearing a Ninja Turtle shirt. Like there's a point. That's a sad moment. In there's your life, a, there's a point where the, you need to stop. In my opinion, you need to stop representing the things that you liked as a kid. They don't need yeah. to represent you anymore. Like, you are allowed to like other things. It's like all these people with Star Wars that everyone hates the new Star Wars, and sometimes when someone likes the new Star Wars, they almost feel weird for liking it because they know they're supposed to hate it. And it's just like, well, so, like, you're allowed to like it. It's fine. And it's not like I don't need only new music in movies. I'm not trying to hear, like, nothing I've never heard before in every single fucking movie. But when it's something like this, like, egregious... Like this, it's and like to the point that... where it's done for a reason because it's supposed to be funny, which the movie wasn't funny, like, at all. I'm just... I was so dumb, Damn. dude. I, I... I agree. I think there are... I don't think it's inherently a bad thing, but used to this, this degree is crazy. Um, There are a lot of great soundtracks coming out now. I feel like hanging on to nostalgia, hanging on to that time when you were a kid... It's like a common experience for everybody, but you gotta totally understandable. Kind of get yourself out of that hole, yeah, a little bit. You can't like, cause your childhood's gonna be like, usually your the favorite part of your life or whatever. <laughs> usually, can't speak for, for everyone, yeah, but, like, for for at, for us lucky people, like childhood was awesome. At know? least and, the things happening around you uh, stick in your mind and are iconic, and you want to see references to those things and all that, but. But I'll go watch Ninja Turtles, man. I'll go fucking listen to Guns N' Roses if yeah. I want to. Like, I don't need, I don't need to live out Taika Waititi's fucking sixteen-year-old wet dream <laughs> of like what movie he would have done when he was sixteen. Because that's one thousand percent what this was, and I'm I'm seeing that too much in in a lot of movies these days. And as a huge movie fan, it's just like, man, I've never walked away so angry from a double feature when I watched Thor: Love and Thunder and Jurassic Park Dominion. Talk about two two movies and two properties that are hard, trying so hard to bank on nostalgia. Oh, yeah. And they were both horrible. Horrible. Damn. Well, what do you guys think about nostalgic movie soundtracks? Do you think we're off the shits on this? Do you enjoy hearing Paradise City for the 800th time? Do you really enjoy November Rain? Honestly. Paradise City is on my list of songs that never need to be heard again. I have a, I have a, I have a growing list of those songs. That could be a topic on an upcoming one. Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah. Uh, but if y'all want a topic on on this show, go ahead and send them in. We're gonna put y'all first. We want to hear what y'all are thinking about yes. and give our takes on them. Yes. 
Uh, also, like, subscribe, fucking hit that fucking bell, hit that fucking comment. You don't even need to type in anything. Just, like, do, like, <sighs> random keyboard smashes if you want. I thought this was going to be a release man. for me. I, I'm, I'm, like, pent up now. I'm all fucking jazzed. <laughs> nah, I, this is... It can be a laid-back show, but sometimes it just kind of fucking gets you on your toes. Yeah, I'm, I'm on all ten right now. Uh, but thank you so much for watching, buds. Subscribe to our channel. Do all the things that Ash told you to do. Go to our Instagram at EBPCast. Uh, 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 and that's it. And that's it. Thank you for watching. Stick around, y'all. We got some fun things happening in the future. I'm done! We'll fucking... Uh, <laughs> but for now, we're out. Bye! I'm done with this conversation.